All right, we're going to get started with fun stuff tonight, and it is time to meet the DJ. Sagebrush Serenade. Hi, my name is Lori. I am one of the co-hosts of the Sunday Sagebrush Serenade. I share the show with Phil, and Phil is on on alternate Sundays. So I do it one Sunday, he does it the other, and it's from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Mountain Time. So how many years have you been doing this show, Lori? Well, I'm not exactly sure how many years I've done Sunday Sage, uh, but it's been a lot. I've been at Carousel since 1998. So I'm coming up on my 24th year. I've had a few shows. Well, but the I subbed for two years. My first two years, I subbed on every show. I was doing blue <laughs> shows and reggae shows and funk shows. I was doing them all. And then I got a Tuesday Breakfast Jam. And I think I did Tuesday Breakfast Jam for about two or three years and then Sunday Sage. So I'm not exactly sure on how many total years, but it's mostly been Sunday Sage. Why did you want to do it in the first place? And you've been doing it for quite a long time. So you obviously still love doing it. Initially, I was a Carousel listener since early 80s. I think it was like 82, 83. And I was a reggae fan. And someone said to me, oh, KRCL's got reggae. And so I turned it on and that made me a KRCL diehard listener. I, you know, I, then I found out, oh, I'm a blues fan. Oh, I'm a folk music fan. I didn't know that I liked all this other stuff, but KRCL introduced me to it. So that's why I, um, you know, I listened and that's why when I first started, I was able to sub on so many shows because I was such an avid listener to all the shows. So I already knew what kind of music they played. But the reason I finally made that switch to want to become a DJ is I was married and my husband and I both listened to the radio all the time together. And there was another married couple, Keith and Jody Browning, and they did a, I think, Wednesday breakfast jam. And Byron and I used to say, you know, we could do that. We could do a husband and wife show. Um, but then he died. And I, for a couple of years, couldn't even listen to Carousel because it was very sad. <laughs> and then when I started listening again, I thought, you know what? I could do, I could do radio without Byron. So I came down and did it. Well, I've had the pleasure of um, helping you when you do Radiothon on Sunday mm -hmm. stage. That's how we got to know each other when I started working at KRCL and like they need folks to help on the weekends for Radiothon. I'm like, well, let's let's go and do Lori's show. And we've gotten to to know each other. And what I've seen is how much passion and love of music you put into your show. And I was curious if you have any rituals um, about putting together a show and home casting has been different over the course of COVID. So tell us about how you peel back the layers of your show. Okay, so I've done this from the very beginning. Uh, if I am watching a program um, or something and I hear this music that just makes me go, wait a minute, what's that? It's like my brain just tunes into it. I, you know, I suddenly am no longer paying attention to the show. I'm trying to find out who sang that song. Um, and then I add it to my show and I do that in between shows. So that is part of it. I get it from sometimes other programmers. I'll hear something they played that I love and I want to just put on or a, uh, like I said, a show, because a lot of the 
the shows right now, some of the good shows on these cable channels are playing some of the artists that we play. And so it's just so fun, you know, to, to hear um, Iris Dement or Lucinda Williams or Jason Isbell's show up on one of these shows, you know, their songs. So that's, that's part of it. And then another thing is I do a lot of thematic shows around holidays or events. And so I will do a lot of research on finding songs about a certain thing. And I'll uh, pull that in. Um, I am not a programmer that you can really easily just, just know before you listen to me what you're going to hear that day. Because <laughs> I really, I don't even know. So it's, it, you know, as I'm putting it together during the week, it's kind of fun to see what I come up with at the end of the two weeks. <laughs> well, then just describe for folks, um, without naming names, some, give us some words that describe your show then. So I hope my show is really showcasing my love of a lot of variety. So I have acoustic blues. Um, I have uh, some, maybe some rock stuff, but more of the softer rock. Um, I have uh, maybe a little reggae in there occasionally, uh, lots of folk, a lot of Americana. So it's really quite a mix. So I think my show's a little hard to describe. Okay, now let's name names then. Some foundational bands and some new stuff you've discovered. The foundational type stuff was like Nancy Griffith and uh, Bill Morrissey and John Gorka. These are the real folk people from my Christine Lab. And that's how I first, that, that's what used to always just get played on, on Sunday Sage. And Phil and I have morphed it more into these other types of music. So now we're playing a lot more Americana. So we're playing Ray Wiley Hubbard, Jason Isbell, uh, Turnpike Troubadours, you know, just all kinds of fun things. So I don't know. And I love good, interesting covers. So I'll play covers. And then I also really like to play local people. And if I was, if when we're back in the studio, I plan to have my live interviews going again because I, I just love that so much. So that's kind of what my show's like. All right, so now tell us something about yourself that you think listeners would be surprised to know. Okay, I think that they'd be surprised to know that I wanted to be an entomologist. Really? But I couldn't do the math. <laughs> so I couldn't make it through you know, the science route. Um, so I ended up going into business. But no, I love insects. i when my husband was alive, we had 26 tarantulas. So I actually probably know more about tarantulas than anybody you know. I think I could say that safely. That's kind of surprising fact, don't you think? Yeah, I, you, I would <laughs> never have guessed. You've not once let that slip, the tarantulas with me. <laughs> um, you know, you've mentioned your your late husband a couple of times, and I'm curious about music as uh, a soothing balm and how you... Um, use music in your show to address what's going on in the world, let alone yourself and your own struggles? Well, I think when it comes to music is, yes, I, I do believe that music can be a soothing bomb. It can also take you back to some painful times. So it's not always a soothing bomb, you know, especially if you have a painful memory associated with uh, songs or whatever. So it's, it's both. 
But what a music is, is it goes to the heart of things. It goes to emotions. And really what I play on my show is I'm really into the lyrics. So I want people to listen for a reason. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm probably not the best background music. I don't know. Um, because that's how I listen. So I just assume my listeners listen the way I listen. <laughs> and so there's a whole lot that comes out from these, um, you know, songs about real things. As a volunteer DJ, and especially during the home casting era of COVID, um, you've got to rely on your own collection, not the resources that were at the station. But I know you have thousands, mm-hmm. thousands of CDs, vinyl, cassettes, A-track. Tell people about your extensive collection. Okay, well, my extensive collection makes my house look like a college kid's dorm room. You got cinder blocks uh, <laughs> and pine boards and, the, and all your music. <laughs> Any place I can stack CDs, I got them. And, uh, you know, I'm not so much in, in fact, my former mother-in-law told used to joke that my house was decorated in early attic, which um, wasn't a compliment. (laughs) But I understand what she means, because I'm not so much into how beautiful the house looks. I'm more into the stuff and it has value for me. And my CDs and records has always had a lot of value. So that's the first thing you notice walking into my house is all this music. Now, when we spoke with Shanna Lee of Saturday Breakfast Jam, she talked about Morrison, her dog, as well as her love of Van Morrison. And I know that you also have um, fur babies. You've got lots of cats. What, tell me about cats in your world. Uh, long ago, again, I've always been a cat person. Well, I'm actually, and I don't want to, I hate to even say cat person because I love dogs too. And I love horses. Well, I even love bugs. <laughs> <laughs> If it's a critter, tarantulas, (laughs) I I don't kill anything except clothes, moths, and mosquitoes. That's it. Otherwise, they get put outside. Nobody gets killed. Anyway, um, so I've always been an animal person uh, and been very, I I get really very close relationships with them. And then for a while, um, I was part of a cat rescue group. And so that brought a lot of different cats into my life, but I'm a failure at fostering cats because I keep them. Um, (laughs) Because once I've nursed some animal back to health, um, yeah. So I have a lot of cats. I have eight cats um, and they're all getting older now. So what are their names? Uh, Boy, this is going to be hard (laughs) to do. (laughs) Let's see. I have Paris, Figaro, Limon. Jade, Sarouche, um, Polly, who am I missing? See, this is my problem. I can never remember all their names. Ginger and Fred. There you go. You got them all. Yeah. You got them all. Yeah. Um, what do your family and friends say about you being a KRCL DJ? Uh, so my sister, she is so great because she listens every time I'm on in Nebraska. You know what I mean? So she's, you know, looking me up on the web and and always there. I have a cousin in Sweden who occasionally listens. That's, you know, eight hour difference. So it's night for her when I'm doing the Sunday Sage. And so I, I think that they've always thought that was really cool. And then my friends, so many of my friends, I met through KRCL. So they're already KRCL people. 
And you know what I mean? It's just, it opened up my world a lot once I became a, a CareCL volunteer all those years ago. I was going to say, what is the power of radio to you? But it really sounds like it's community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, when I was married before I became a widow, um, you know, I worked and I came home and, uh, you know, had a, a life with this husband and we listened to the radio and we did things, but we weren't, I wasn't doing things in the whole community that much. But KRCL opened that up for me a lot, um, both with um, going out to different events, let me know things that were going on. Um, it, Yeah, it's definitely part of the community. And I really see our value in the community. And that's why, I mean, I've been a volunteer almost 24 years. And it's a lot of time. And it's been a lot of money over the years for me. Um, so why? Because I just see value. The value, both for me intrinsically, but for the community, it just seems too important to let it slip. Well, Lori, thanks for being a volunteer DJ at KRCL for low these many years. I think we should go out with a tune of your choice and Sunday Sagebrush style. What you got? Let's do Jason Isbell's The Last of My Kind. What do you love about that song and dedicate it out to the community? I, I think I like it because sometimes, especially in a in more conservative community like we're in, uh, we can feel a little bit isolated. But that song, it, it you know, it's just there's just more to it. We're not isolated. I think that's what that song's about. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. This was fun. That's Lori Rosendahl, one of two show hosts of Sunday Sagebrush Serenade Sundays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. right here on KRCL.